0: Vanguard Radio. No Jews. Just right.
1: this is James Hawthorne. When I want a quiet, Jew-free night, I like to sit back and listen to Vanguard Radio. Well, hello, we're back. Uh, uh, Adam, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Still let's good? see if we can um, uh, get. you coming, boy. You're, I think you're coming in real, real loud and clear. I'm glad we took the time to do that mic check because uh, I think it really paid off. Yeah, this headset setup
0: works great.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, I use, uh, while well, I bring Alex in here, I use uh, Skype for um, local and long-distance calling here in the U.S.
2: And yeah, it's might as well.
1: Yeah, it's free. Yeah. And uh, so uh, take advantage of that. Let me see about getting Mr. Linder in here. Okay, I'm calling him right now. Let me see. I didn't send him a message saying I want to call him. So what other things did you have in mind,
0: Adam? Oh, I just wanted to uh, talk about this Jew who uh, wants this wants the uh, Christmas tree out of the airport. He's so uh, terribly huh. offended by that. Did you hear anything about that? It's been on national news. On I saw news. the headline. Yeah, stuff like that. I, uh, Is that up there in Michigan? No, I don't know where it's at. I'm trying to find the thread here on the, on the forum. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, I guess what he wanted was uh, he wanted them to put up eight-foot menorahs next to the Christmas tree so that he wouldn't be offended anymore. the poor Jew boy. Is that you, you know? Adam? Yeah, that's That's right. pretty good. <laughs> I thought I thought
1: Alex stepped in there. but No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no I heard that. That was good.
1: <laughs> oh, I
2: that's We need
1: to right, start doing bumpers for VNN. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, well, we got we got a whole we got a whole crap load of the kikes up here, so I you know I can do a pretty good Negro kike uh, huh. spick if you need it. I can pretty much do anything. <laughs> the joys of diversity, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do decent voices, I guess, if nothing
1: else. <laughs> you know, I'm, you I'm getting, I am anything, getting a few compliments, uh, Adam. Uh, that, <laughs> that you're doing a really good job. I get uh, uh, Billy Bob shot me an email saying that he really likes hearing from you.
0: Appreciate that, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I uh I love like I said in the beginning, I love I love uh, spouting off at the hole in my face here, so uh it's fun. It's good good stuff. Oh, I guess is Alex on now? Yeah. Really? Good to talk to you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, good, good to good talk here. to you.
0: <laughs> uh I just wanna say I, I love have... Goy Fire and all that and uh oh, all yeah. your <laughs> oh, I was supposed to there.
2: tape one the other day but we didn't. But uh, I've been watching the uh <coughs> We got to say a word about the death of Pinochet and we had that thread on about uh, medicine and socialized medicine and uh, Pinochet is a, is a really good example of uh, how socialism doesn't work but the free market does work if it's combined with that authoritarian control that you know we're not going to let the Jewish Marxist scum screw up the country and he really right. developed them and uh, he's he's hated by the type of people I hate most which is kind of your your Marxist-Jewish-academic refuse. And he really mucked out the stalls in, in Chile. And uh, R.I.P. Pinochet, who's hated by all the right people. And uh, too bad to see him go.
1: I left a comment on the BBC's website, uh, and where you can leave your comments, and they did not post it. I made sure that I kept my language you know, pretty in, in check, but I said that uh, I, I applauded, it, it, the story said that, Pinochet was responsible for the deaths of 3,000 people, and I said he should have killed. more. I didn't say it quite like this, but he said <laughs> he should have killed more, <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah. and that, and that Oy uh, yeah, his only hey. fault was that he wasn't even more ruthless with his enemies, and that he uh. handed he handed the country over to, demo- to democracy, and uh, and you know because I'm afraid now, uh, and Franco made this mistake too. Uh, he handed it over to uh you know I'll just use the term democrats and uh, and now uh, all the the greasy kikes and and all the other communist types uh, I know that this communists were just fallen out of favor but uh, uh that they they're all back
0: and uh so yeah uh, neo-bolshevist
2: yeah and they they go after guys like him as as repressive and totalitarian authoritarian but the truth is they are the ones who are completely uh uh, not to get off my own topics overly, but uh, you know, I just finished about half an hour responding to a woman who wrote uh, one, of, one of my postings on Kirksville Today blog. I talked about uh, an article they ran by Heather Hubs talking about education. You know, teachers are underfunded. You know, the usual complaint that you see a million times a year, no matter what paper, and, and they're literally too dumb to understand the points that are being made. That. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people, people recognize that there was a huge study carried out called the Coleman study. It was the biggest study ever of education. It basically put the lie to every leftist claim about where good education comes from. Basically, it has to do with this kid's preparation coming in. Now, did, it, did he grow up reading books with his parents? And it has virtually nothing to do with money, how much the teachers are paid, how many people in the class. It's got nothing to do with all those standard indicators that are basically NEA agenda items, i.e. less work, more money. And absolutely no uh, <laughs> no tying of pay to productivity. So some dumb broad wrote in, and I just corrected her. She's probably either Heather Hubs' mom or some relative, but that, that's a funny thing to look at at Kirchhoff well, today. Her,
0: her brain probably exploded when you when she tried to read what, what you wrote back to her. You know, I mean, well, they just
2: well, can't well these things. It, you know? it's just yeah, I like, <laughs> I mean, uh, she's probably a teacher herself, and they just it never rises. They never. Why did not you talk to Heather? Why don't you know her ba- Well, I don't need to talk to her. I've met hundreds yeah. of thousands of women like that. I know exactly how they th- don't think. I know that education majors are the lowest scoring majors uh, and basically the dumbest kids in college. And, and I, I don't care. Some of them may be well-motivated or whatever, but the facts are the facts. And they're bitching about, oh, you know, they need more money. Hell, they're paid more than <laughs> almost any service job you can get out of here. they got better benefits. Now you're going to tell me that it's, it's a bad deal in life to be paid twenty-five to $30,000 a year and live in, like, Novinger, an even smaller town a couple miles from here, that, where, where I know that some teachers are paid that much, and some are probably paid more, like the administrators. It's not a bad deal at all. And, yeah, okay, compare it to someone working on the line at a, at a pig processing plant for 10 bucks an hour. Yeah, you may be paid only a little more than they are, but you've got it about five times as sweet in terms of working environment. That's real work. Whereas teaching kids is pff, half work at best, I'd say.
0: Oh yeah, you got three months off a year in the summer. <laughs>
2: yeah, and, you know they they they're full of their claims. So they have every point answered, but the point is like that clip you played. I was glad that from uh, Pierce at the top of the hour is is that a certain type of mind wants a completely centralized, collectivized society where there can be no difference, and that means kids are taught off one agenda. And that agenda, as we've said before, comes out of the Department of Education. It's basically Jews determining, these are the ideas that kids are going to be taught. These are the books they're allowed to use. And these books come from a very tiny handful of publishers, four or five. And that's true, like 90% of all textbooks come from one of four or five companies. There's like a Dutch one, a British one, and a couple of Americans. They are written to guidelines that are like literally 50 pages long. They cannot use certain terms. They must portray races and sexes in certain ways. And that's what your kid gets when you go to public school.
0: Yeah, these publishing companies. I did a report for on. I had to do a report on a publishing company. That I, I know one out of the mm-hmm. UK, out of England, is called uh, Reed Elsevier Se- El or El, Elsevier or something. Yeah, they're a uh, huge, huge academic. And, 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 and yeah, we had, the, we, had the, we had the we had the librarian from my college uh, there. She was just doing kind of t- telling us how to how to do some research at the library mm-hmm. in college. And 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 I I I, I threw out, threw the name of uh, Reed Elsevier out there, and she just got this scowl on her face, like she hated them. And she, you know, said, though they're evil. You know, they they take yeah. our, they take so much of our money every. So I mean, yeah. It's, and 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 they're just, they're a massive publisher. I mean, they yeah, just well, own they own so many little companies all over the world. And, and yeah, they're 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 a major supplier. They're, so,
2: yeah, they're like the international McGraw Hill is is exactly, the big yep. U.S. one. And there's a couple more, and they are basically the whole market. And yep. mm-hmm. the, the thing is. You can't have any real history in there because the writer's got to go by the guidelines. The guidelines are basically set by some kike in the Department of Education. And, you know, they have the nerve to call this a free country. Well, you know, it's not free when they when they come asking for your taxes to fund these schools that follow the Jewish agenda. So what Pierce is saying is right. And I don't know, Jeff, maybe you know the name of that particular uh, ADV that that came from. And maybe we, we ought gotta... to... You there, Jeff? Yeah, I'm here. I think that was um, uh, What's, uh, uh,
1: conditioning... Um...
2: Let's put link that in the comment section on the on the blog under the FDL. Sometimes people want to know the subjects that we're talking about, and we'll try to give little yeah. synopses on the overall page. But basically, you got to go through and look at what we say on the on the blog archive. Let me, let
1: me see where synops- that FD, that, that, um, that that you're talking about Pierce's uh, FDL, this, on, on, on the on adv that you
2: snip it from. Yeah, at the le, top of le, the hour.
1: Yeah, I can find that. Go go ahead and uh, and uh, continue on, and I'll find it. Anyway, that.
2: I, I I wanted to make a little point, and then we'll get into the Michigan stuff. And uh, Adam, is it?
0: That's right, yeah.
2: A- Adam, okay, uh, yeah. I like I like when people use their real or, or, or real names instead Certainly of. these
0: have a nice Jewish name, but
2: uh... fetish Nazi-ish type names. <laughs> just you know, yeah. if you're using a bogus military title, you're kind of a wanker, is my view.
0: <laughs> and I don't
2: mean the the, the kinda it's being polite. <laughs> you yeah. are a wanker. <laughs> even even wanker. if you don't want
0: to use your real name, at least make up a real just name. Use,
2: just you. use a normal <laughs> name. You're you're not an over storm sharpensure or whatever the fuck <laughs> you, it is. I mean, give me a fucking break, and no <laughs> yeah. one will take you for being that. They will take you for being an idiot. Yes. yes but uh, yes, any so anyway, leaving that that little lecture aside, uh, we had a little success that delighted me, which is you know we set up Kirksville Today blog a while ago, covers you know our little town of 17,000 here in the Midwest, which has a population uh, uh, of 6,000 students at Truman State, uh, at the university, and one of the failing bars in town decided to half go in with a uh, uh, some fag apparently named uh, Van, Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is in itself pretty fucking funny.
0: I noticed that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and and I'd never heard the guy's name or... I didn't know anything about uh, this until uh, a source that I'm not going to name uh, uh, let me know about it. Yeah, so dumb, Van Dyke sets up his little fag bar, but it's only open one week, and in the, in the story about it shutting down, uh, it's, and there's a few points I want to make here. It shut down after one week, and he cited Kirksville today as... Uh, uh, part of the and and an overall negative reaction is the reason he was shutting it down. So that's something to be real proud of. That and is. If, that's an awesome story. Yeah, if Jeff hadn't helped to set up the blog, that wouldn't have been known. If we hadn't printed that, nobody would have known that a fag bar was opening because of the the so-called major media, the, the KTVO, the local ABC affiliate TV, our one TV station locally, and our local paper didn't print anything on it. Now, I don't know if they printed on it shutting down, but they never printed that it was going to be open. We did, and what I'm hoping is that led to some of the Christians... Uh, for some of the local people who didn't want the strip club to open uh, a year ago probably jumped in and and discouraged them from doing this. That's what I hope, but I don't know the facts. And this is—it is is pretty cool. And uh, uh, they—what's my point there? Now, if they would only—they should shut down Tunes, which is the other half of that building, which is uh, the the nigger dance club outside, which there were stabbings. And I'm going to get some photos of this stuff and put it up. But anyway. So you have no idea of what effect you're, you're having, then you see the article, and you see them cite Kirksville today. I mean, I've never looked at any reader stats or anything, but like we say, we are the only source for adults in Kirksville, the only source of news. The other ones are written for idiot kindergartners. And I want to, a, a, a tip for anybody who's doing a local blog is always throw in the name of the local reporters, or when you're copying the text, put the name in, because... People are very vainglorious, and they always Google their name. To find, oh, where am I being talked about? Who's mentioning me? Blah, blah, blah. So they'll pick that up, or their moms will pick that up and get angry about it, and write you <laughs> asinine letters that, that are just more fodder. It's great. Yeah. If it weren't for Jews, it'd be a nearly perfect world. <laughs> and, and, and On that front, for a minute, I want to say that that Iranian conference began today, so I've been watching just a little scoop of CNN and Fox to see. And yeah, Brit Hume led off the hour, and yeah. he mentioned you know ex-Klansman Duke was there, and and I think, it was CNN, I think it was CNN that showed a little clip of on uh, at the lectern there uh, addressing the crowd. And, oh, you know, they threw in a little bit about, the, of course, the Holocaust is probably the, <laughs> you know, best documented genocide ever Right, best comic, comic uh, bookstore guy, voice from the Simpsons, the <laughs> best <laughs> documented Holocaust. Ever. <laughs> Worst but, story ever. But, but, you know, just like the woman writing in to, uh, to bitch about me, uh, uh, writing about teachers and, and the truth about education and pay, they never question <laughs> their assumptions. And if you grow up, you will have everything default liberal in your head, and you need to question the assumption. The Holocaust happened, says who? There isn't any documentation for it. Yeah. And, I mean, and all
0: there's scientific evidence that proves that you're going to are you going to believe conjecture over science? You know, and uh, yeah,
2: and they and they hauled, shoes. they haul Rudolph into yeah. They, just because they can make a pile of some shoes doesn't right. prove anything. Pile of glass. Because they can doctor photos doesn't prove anything. I mean, you had the Allies bombing the tracks going to the camps. The Germans took good care of them. All the books in the Red Cross and the Soviet Union <laughs> <laughs> show there were tens of thousands of people who died, and they weren't exterminated. They weren't shot. Most of them just died. Very few were actually executed. Well it's funny because i i I got this uh of course a jew
0: publication it's 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 put out by time life books but it's got a, it's a great like pictorial on uh the third Reich and um they've got a ton of pictures in here that I haven't see, even seen on online and they have one of Dachau and they they have all the uh you know pictures of all the the concentration camp of victims uh walking around and you know they're sitting around smoking cigarettes and uh nice and healthy obviously this is toward smoking the, the cigarettes,
1: people. yeah. I thought and, they uh, were supposed to be smoking, themselves. <laughs> Bodies. Uh, the
2: cigarettes were smoking them, you, you, man. You would, you, would, you would think they'd be afraid of fire at that point, you know. They, they
0: would be worried Smoke. about smoking. <laughs> yeah,
2: they, they were in the ante room before they went in to get gas, the Nazis allowed them the last cigarette. Oh,
0: th- those were Zyklon B cigarettes, never mind. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just funny, It's just, it's... Despite yeah, the yeah, they hatred had hatred
1: of smoking, they,
2: they <laughs> Yeah, they had swimming pools, they had you know, they had what they had uh, infirmaries right. like where Andy Frank died, they had play they had uh, operas where they put on play what am I trying to say? They had buildings where they put on plays.
0: Yeah, like, like theaters. A vaudeville plays. <laughs>
2: I'm not saying it was pleasant to be there, but it was not it was not an execution camp
0: like they claim. Well uh, you know, you c- you can make a make an uh, argument that uh you know they put plays on so that they would feel comfortable before they were being executed so that they wouldn't of have course. a riot <laughs> you know just like when they told them they're
2: going into a shower right
0: <laughs> they're going into a shower so that they would feel comfortable so that they wouldn't riot after they got out you know <laughs> like whatever okay I guess,
2: apparently there are no lies big enough that Aryan folk will not jolt them <laughs> <laughs> especially it when when all it comes I can say
0: especially when it comes to those those sad little looking uh nosed creatures uh, you know you know, I'm sure okay, I, you I, have uh, to you,
2: yeah you have to trace the the background yeah. of any photo that that is supposedly from the Holocaust to make sure of where it comes from yeah, and that it wasn't, like didn't one, have smoke like painted in by one of the weasels, yeah. <laughs> just
0: like the one with the uh Russian officer shooting the uh up, aiming his gun at the woman holding the child that they always like to say was uh, yeah. Nazi, and then and, and then they, you know, um, well, that's a Russian uniform.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> they, but they know that the people are so dumb that it, they just accept, yeah, it. They'll just accept
0: I, it. Yeah, they just accept I mean,
2: honest to God, I, I Google the term Nazi a lot to find articles that I want to write about or post on the forum. Uh, that's vnnforum.com for any of you new people listening in Europe or, or elsewhere. And, you know, almost always there's some story from... The latest one was from Mississippi or from Tennessee or whatever about some kids doing some Holocaust project, whether collecting paper clips or making a Lego concentration camp or or what have you. It's 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 like the lo- it's just a running morality tale, and we're supposed to worship the Jews, and these eternal victims who just own the middle part of every <laughs> single city, you know, uh, and it bought uh, it Congress.
0: At this point, it's like not even you know even even if you show someone a picture of the Russian guy holding the gun, you know aiming the gun at, and, and you point out that it's a Russian, and it's and it's not even a picture from from Germany or, or maybe it is, but it's you know the guy's obviously Russian. The people say, well, well, it probably happened anyway. You know, it's yeah, like facts don't matter it anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that kind of gonna probably matter. happened. They're just display as if you you know if you put a cartoon up there of the Holocaust, well hey well hey that's that's empirical evidence that it happened. You know. Sure, it's it's, yeah, it's great. Facts don't
2: matter to these people. They, I'm convinced, and you can see it on Kirksville today that they've, they've not only destroyed thoughtful resistance, they've destroyed the tools people would use to even begin to be able to think, to read the books, to come to the conclusions that would threaten them. So we're like three or four chains, links of the chain backwards, the point where people cannot make or understand logical argument. Like we had, we had a girl write in the other day on. uh, you know one of those black violence thread and you know blah 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 I'm I'm an A plus student in high school well, that may be you know lots of people are that doesn't mean you're not dumb <laughs> or that you can't think and, and your yeah. evidence is good your letter is good evidence of that and and I say yeah you may know one or two blacks who are great but you know we're we they don't understand that an anecdote does not refute a generalization in fact the very idea of generalization is suspect to them and a generalization is nothing but thought you know you see some you live like you live in Detroit and you see niggers, and you see how they behave, and after a while, you start to certain conclusions start to emanate. I mean, you don't even you don't even really have to force them; they just come to you instinctively. You know that these people are different because they behave like this, and and this behavior is undesirable. Well, this kind of thinking has just been it, it, it's it's like it's they've clipped some connection in their brain to where they can't they can't turn raw evidence into self-protective conclusions. <laughs>
0: It's it is, weird. It really it, is weird. It is weird. It, it, basically, what it is, is the it, it, they want it to be so... They want it to be true so bad... That they cannot draw any other conclusion. I mean, I uh, I know Rockwell said, you know, most liberals are are genuine people. Uh, I don't know how how true that is, but I think in general the reason that they have such a problem with like the things we say on this program, or you know, on the forum or whatever, is because they just want the world to be such a peachy place so badly. You know that that it just it, it it leaves no no room for them to be able to uh, entertain the things we're saying now or, or
2: any that, I think that's true. But I think that the flip side of that, which I've experienced personally, is they are extremely vicious. They they, they could be well meaning and really believe their yeah, own that, stuff. Yep. But yep. That certainly co- go, coincides with their being vicious to people who point it out. But we had uh, we have those those clips up now showing. You know, the, the role of blacks essentially executing people in convenience stores. And I worked in a convenience store myself, and that's kind of a... It's kind of like one of those negative lottery type jobs, you know, where you just never know when the wrong person's going to walk in, and, and they're so goddamn dumb. I mean, what you can see in those clips is that shooting the people, it, it doesn't even facilitate the robbery. You know, or, or, or punching the old lady the 30th time. It doesn't, it doesn't help them rob them at all. It's just they're, they're so fucking dumb and, man, yeah. do they love sucker-punching people, Yeah,
0: too. I like the one, the one, uh, let's, I want to mention that, too, on YouTube. Uh, I don't know, let me, I'll try to find it, maybe we can put it in the thread, but Colonel Kurtz on the forum uh, edited a really good uh, kind of a, a montage of, of, of TNB and kind of Negro crimes, which is... I've, I've the, put that mm-hmm. on,
1: uh, I've, Adam, I've put that on, uh, actually, uh, on Sunlit Heights, Okay, yeah, you can find it there too. Yeah, yeah. there—that's a good place to find it. That may it. be You'll on our main on page. It, I'm not sure who made a
2: couple of those, but yeah, I, I've loaded up a couple of videos them. on the front page.
0: Yeah, there's quite a few of them. But uh, I just—I just watched the one that, that Colonel Kurtz edited uh, on YouTube, and it's—it's it's an awesome video. And you know, I, especially one of them stuck out in my mind. You know, the guy—it was like a 7-Eleven or something. and This nigger comes in, pointing a gun at the cashier. And the cashier gives him the money, and the nigger just pops him, like, four times as he runs out. I yeah. mean, you're right. It, it, it serves absolutely no purpose, you know. It's, it's just violent crimes. And, and not only that, but all the crimes were against whites. So, of course, you know, maybe that's, uh, I'm sure that, that plays into well, it.
2: Well, you know, they're such dumb animals that yeah. it, they, it's all up in their head, like, I'm proving how tough I am by sucker punching a exactly. an guy or a woman, and I'm stealing the money, getting paid. And I better use my gun because that's pretty cool too. And they're just—they're animals. They're—they're they're not even—they're not even a lot of them really. We use that as an epithet, but it's just descriptive. They're not really on the human level, and so yeah. the, they don't have any control over their impulses. They're just not able. You can't judge them by white standards, which was what uh, the white conservatives or who call themselves conservatives try to do. But they again are are are, are not conservatives. They're liberals. And they, they too, refuse to see. They may be a a shade less vicious, but it's only a shade, and they're just as incorrect. The two races equally free cannot live in the same government. Thomas Jefferson, and he was right. He also said, I I wouldn't be surprised if if the niggers in America ever are freed, that uh, one race ends up destroying the other. Uh, So he would know exactly what to make of that tape, that compilation, that greatest nigger hits. (laughs) <laughs> greatest uh, T.N.B. of uh, Yeah, <laughs> and and I I really I watched that once, but I can't stand watching that stuff. It drives me crazy.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to it, watch. It's painful. Painful. Yeah, it is absolutely. And uh, I just you know it, it's. Uh, it sucks we have to throw, we're, we're, you know, our people are thrown in with these animals that we're forced to be victimized by them all the time. And then, uh, especially when they, then, then they get on and they say, oh, well, I forgive the person that raped yeah. me, you know. It's like,
2: wouldn't you, Isn't it fair to call us slaves if, if we are forced to subsidize uh, instruction in school classrooms? That is the opposite of what those tapes show. Yeah. The blacks are equals and they're normal, and they do all kinds of great things, and you should be embarrassed about how they were treated. I mean, we're living as slaves in our country. And there, there, there's such utter suppression, too. That's the thing I just posted on there, is uh, we pay taxes that go to fund universities like Truman State. And it, Truman State's just an example. It could be anywhere. It could be any school. And then they write articles about, oh, Kirksville's just not quite ready for a queer bar yet. You know, The assumption being that these progressives, <laughs> of course, they're sometime Kirksville, the, to- the townies, the dirty townies, will catch up to this advanced yes. university and s- start this bar. But then you write them a letter, and, and I wrote them a letter, and I said, well, do you have room for some facts along with your fadget prop? And, of course, I can never just do it straight, because I know that it doesn't matter whether I do it straight or whether I do it with style. <laughs> they ain't going to print it either way. But they'll print these yard-long, illiterate letters. There's a famous guy in town who's a British leftist who is, I mean... he Crazy writing! It is completely unintelligible, and they will print long letters that he writes nearly every single issue. But I write this article with basically about four sentences for me packed around, or or as kind of as, as as styrofoam peanuts around the bulk of the argument, which is the facts that this Catholic doctor compiled about actual homosexual behavior, which is now on pretty much every page and every single site that I deal with. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they won't run that. They just they had no fucking interest in facts at all. This this girlish little girlish mentality dominates and, th- and that's that's why women dominate colleges they make better college students they can't think they're lower iq than the men they don't threaten the powers that be so stick them in all the sensitive slots and you, you won't even have to check on them
0: we want They'll them carry to
2: carry out your agenda without even understanding it
0: yep they're the people they they want uh, teaching you know there yeah. the, I, I know i go to uh i go to uh a, a college here uh university here in michigan that's it's a you know uh, touted as the best education uh, school in Michigan, like that means anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're 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 desperate for male teachers. Uh, so they say, not not that I really you know, they they say because they want diversity. But I, I'm sure they're desperate for male, male niggers more than they are for the average male white guy to be a teacher. But uh,
2: I mean, how you know, are these people gonna teach teach yeah. anybody? Yeah. Is is I mean, we have we had one person claiming to be a black female literacy teacher who said overtly I mean this is unsatirizable she says yeah she says I don't see the link between spelling and teaching reading she admits she can't spell but she's a literacy teacher so I mean this is the kind of insanity that when you pretend that an insane situation is normal and acceptable I mean at what point do you become a joke worthy of becoming extinct yeah because that's exactly what's happening
0: well, I mean, the, the the universities are becoming, especially the professors. Y- whether it's happening independent of each other, I'm not sure. But the professors are becoming a reflection of the students, or the students are becoming a reflection of the professors. I'm not sure which one it is. But uh, like we said, on like you guys have said here before, you know, a, a, a college degree is becoming like a high school diploma at this point, and the people who are getting high school degrees and teaching uh, in these college or sorry college degrees and teaching in, in colleges are just uh, <laughs> you know, it's like they, like they come—they're coming out of high school. Uh, yeah, the that's the way they teach. Right now
2: You got to have—you know—now it's on to the. You got to have a graduate degree to get. Yeah, exactly.
0: So got to have a master's um, to have any, yeah. worth
2: a- worth anything. And yet, those those are devalued too. So it it it's it's like I've said before: if only 10% of the people are capable of doing true college-level material, then you can't have—you know. <laughs> the ninety percent of the people basically aren't doing college level material, even though fifty percent of pe- the people are going to college. Yeah. so forty per- so you know <laughs> a very large percentage of that fifty percent is is not simply literally not capable of doing college level material. So you can dumb it down. But uh, it's just you know, verbal inflation. I, I wish I could. I wish I could stick a, a video camera, uh,
0: you know, next on the side of my head, or duct tape it to my head, or something, and, and walk into some of my classes and just film. Uh, I got one class where we it, there's these two there's these two nigger bitches who are in a sorority, and, and it's like they're they're they love being niggers. I mean. Uh, she had to do a, a presentation on like we we had to pick a uh, a business to do a presentation on in the uh... class. You know, it's kind of the kind of thing I did in high school, which we're, we're not mm-hmm. doing in college. Um, but anyway, this you know, which was probably a really hard project for this nigger. But uh, she decided to do her her presentation on Verizon, and so she has her other nigger friend in the class call her, uh, while she's doing her presentation as as try to like a you know an example <laughs> of how the phone works. And she says, this is exactly what she said. She said. Oh girl, did you hear Pookie was pregnant again? <laughs> no, I, I swear to way. God. Yeah, and I
2: swear oh, to God. Oh man, I
0: busting out laughing. Of course the whole <laughs> class did. But it was just such. It was so. It's like Ooh, trying man. to be a nigger. You know what I mean? I mean, f- for fucking five minutes, trying not to be a nigger. You know. They can't do it, and, and then okay, and then here here we go again. The, the same two nigger bitches are, do, are doing a uh, a presentation on Campbell's soup, right? And at the end of the, of course, we had to do another presentation on a business. So at the end of the presentation. She she walks over to this little boom box that's sitting on the end of the, uh, uh you know, sitting on the bottom, you know, in the corner of the room. And it starts playing some nigger rap song about Campbell's chicken noodle soup and a, and a side of grape soda or something.
2: <laughs>
0: it was just, it was, it was like a,
2: You had to get taped of Saturday Night Live, man. That oh, so dude, it,
0: it was, it was, it was, fucking I couldn't believe it. I could, I, I, I started cracking up, of course. I did Pookie be pregnant.
2: <laughs> hey, you girl, you hear Pookie be pregnant? So
0: go <laughs> Verizon, cause they, they 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 can help you get all your nigga gossip in and shit.
2: Oh uh, man, well that's not, I mean, that's, that's
0: not that's pretty good. And and that's and that's you know I'm sure they got an A for their project. So you know they're they're trying to better themselves. You know, regardless yeah, of the fact they got great niggers in the in the process.
2: <laughs> we can't wound anybody's self esteem.
1: Yeah, well, Adam, like, I I got a question for you. This came from. Uh, from Kai Kerter, who was a guest once on the show. Oy,
0: oy, it's a hateful night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has asked Adam how he woke up so early. Twenty-four years of old, uh, was he was saying that he was one hundred percent brainwashed at that age. Was it nine eleven? Did that have an effect upon you?
0: Absolutely. The, the funny thing is, is I was I was kind of raised as a conservative, uh, and after nine eleven, I had. I kind of went on the big, the whole kosher conservative, oh, let's go get them, you know, uh, they attacked us and whatnot. And uh, I was living in Ann Arbor at the time, which anybody who lives, who, who lives in Michigan knows it's an extremely liberal town. Uh, That's where the U.F.M. You miss- is, yeah,
2: university. Pro- Jew, commie. University. Absolutely.
0: And so there was all these, uh, you know, protests. They had protests in the street for, you know, against the war and uh, against... Uh, uh, you know a war in Afghanistan against the war in Iraq etc et etc cetera, et cetera. and uh, I kind of just realized that there was like this fake the you know this fake uh, opposition and fake you know there, there was one side and, and and the media was just kind of perpetuating it just to try to keep us all all in you know of the idea that there's two sides and we have to pick one you know and and one side's wrong and one side's right you know so, you know that type of thing and uh so I got kind of I got kind of jaded by that whole that whole process, and in, in the same process I was going to uh, a school near U of M, which is a, a, a state university, um, nowhere near as prestigious as the Jew-infested U of M, but. Um, yeah, I was going there and I was forced to take uh African American history uh literature class. Uh we could either take as everyone that goes to the school has, is required to take either a Native American <coughs> literature class or a African American literature class. Either that or you could take, you know, yeah, either that or yeah. You, could, you know nigger dance class or or Hey, to be the
2: history of littering. I mean, that's yeah. that's what they're <laughs> fucking good
0: at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's uh, so anyway. I had to take that, and I had this crazy ass professor who was like this high yellow Negro, you know, barely barely black. Apparently, she was married to some white guy from Sweden. Uh, Got know, ha- puke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was it was it was seriously. Well, I went into the whole th- When I went into the class, you know, I thought okay, you know, I I'm going to try to o- keep my mind open and see what I can learn from from this class, you know, blah 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 blah. That same thing everybody, you know, in, in my position probably said going into the class, but as I went through the class, I realized that uh this bitch was crazy, a crazy nigger, and apparently she had a kid with this this white guy. So she had uh she had a kid with him and in one of the classes I remember there was this real liberal white girl in the class and it it was kind of like the switch that flipped in my head and it was there was this real crazy liberal white girl in the class and uh Th- this this teacher of mine, this barely black teacher of mine, starts going. I raised my I raised my girl to be black. I raised I have because I have to because she's a black woman. She's a black woman. And this liberal girl, I look over, and this liberal white girl, you know, was just sitting there bawling her eyes out because she was so fucking confused, because she at one one hand she was getting the whole uh, culture, you know, race doesn't matter, et cetera, et cetera. And, and 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 you know she hears from one of these mentors. It's supposed to be you know her mentor, this, this professor, this great African American professor. She's getting this you know militant stance of oh, I have to be a black black woman, you know. So she's she's completely confused. And uh, I mean, it just flipped a switch in my head. I said, okay, there's some out other some else mm-hmm. out there, you know. I, I gotta I gotta. <laughs> Somebody's not telling me the whole truth here. You know, we're not the same. And of course, I got the whole you know growing up around Detroit. I I, I guess I kind of started looking back and realizing you know as I was as I grew up, all the things that kind of went towards.
2: Um, well, why why don't you describe how Detroit is laid out? For we always see references to the Eight Mile and the Eminem M&M yeah. movie, but how how is it physically like laid out? Where where are the people different parties lie?
0: Well, uh, like I said, my my my
2: grandparents,
0: uh, my grandfather was a tr- Detroit firefighter. So you're talking about 50 years ago. Detroit was basically an all-white city, almost an all-white city. I won't say all-white, but majority white, okay, and uh, run by white people. Uh, Coleman Young was a nigger who got into power, who the niggers voted in. Uh, for he was in power, he was a, the mayor of Detroit for about 30 years, and he basically was a was a total racist, anti-white racist. I mean, he just he. he out and out blatantly. He ran all the white people out of Detroit on purpose, and so it basically balkanized Detroit uh, versus the suburbs. Uh, what you got is, basically, you have 8 Mile. Everybody's heard of 8 Mile, but it's really true. Um, north of 8 Mile, you have Southfield, uh, which is still, it's becoming really shitty just because the, n- the niggers uh, are obviously expanding out from Detroit. But it's still halfway decent place with uh, half you know halfway decent crime statistics uh, then you have south and like i said southfield which is north of 8 mile which is the biggest city north of 8 mile of detroit had a a major community of jews living in it and actually up until about the middle of the 80s there was actually laws on the book books in southfield uh, they actually had a wall erected between Southfield and Detroit, which has been <laughs> since, since since uh, kind of like in Israel, right? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. has <laughs> since, since been um, torn down, and all those laws obviously have been uh, abolished or whatever out, out of the books. And, and so all these Jews from Southfield. Now, you can still, I drive through Southfield all the time, and I'm amazed by how much, uh, co- there, there's one I drive by on uh, Greenfield Road. It's called the Kosher Case Club. Big star David outside of it. Um, you know, you can see wa- you can see kikes walking around all the time. And actually, the the main the main uh, one of the main thoroughfares, uh, 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 96 I-96, which runs through Detroit and Southfield there, they actually had to uh, apparently the kikes. I'm I'm not real versed in Jewish religion, but I guess they have to walk um, to some of the orthodox have to walk to a synagogue
2: yeah, uh, that's on a rule, Sundays.
0: Yeah. And so what they did was when they put in this freeway, they had to put these, they had to put two massive parks, you know, it must have cost them millions of dollars, but they had to put these two parks over the freeways so that these kikes would have a a a nice place. Oh,
2: God, like some kind of wild animal or something.
0: Yeah, exactly, so they would have a nice herding ground or, you know, a migration path to uh, their synagogue. And so if you ever come to Detroit, you're going to go through 96, you're going to drive under, so it's like almost like a tunnel you drive through. The reason that's there is so that these kikes can get <laughs> to synagogue.
2: Kike migration. Otherwise, I mean, you'd yeah. get run over on the roads. Like Paid for it. And, so and I bet they didn't chip in for that, did they? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jews pay for special <laughs> privileges? What are you, nuts? Yeah. That's anti-Semitic.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: So 8 Mile is like, a, is that like an east-west road that runs north of Detroit is what it, I'm hearing. Eight,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 8 Mile runs all it's the way across Michigan. It's the baseline for Michigan uh, if you're oh. talking about surveying. Um, it,
2: so, yeah, okay, I thought it might be a beltway, but it's just, it's, it's, so it, it's a straight east-west all the way across the state, yep, actually. Yeah, and it
0: divides, it divides the, if you look at surveying, it, every, every state's kind of divided into four quadrants, and mm-hmm. that's, th- that's the uh, basically the east-west uh, line. At okay. Yeah, I Detroit. didn't realize that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you, you go you go uh, you know, once you pass eight mile, <laughs> it's like it's like a world of difference.
2: Um, but like I'm I said, not it's home free, but it's a little bit safer.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you're in a bit. You're in civilization again, at least. You know, you, you don't have to be. Yeah, you, know, you can kind of relax a little bit. You don't have to white knuckle it anymore. Uh, huh. yeah. yeah
2: y- y- Yankee the, uh, Jim,
1: uh, Adam Yankee Jim wants to know if the Fleetwood Diner is still in A two. I don't know what that means.
0: Oh uh, Fleetwood Diner sounds familiar. Is those like a Coney Island or something maybe? I don't I'm not okay. sure.
1: And what about uh Shake and Jake? Is that still alive?
0: God, I haven't heard anything about that.
1: Okay, all right.
0: I, I, I tend not to stop for food in Detroit just because, uh... <laughs>
2: you don't want to get sick. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> get
0: robbed or sick. <laughs> exactly.
2: Taco John's.
0: <laughs> I will not even stop for fast food or go to a liquor store to buy a fucking water in Detroit. I'll, I'll wait till I'm in Southfield or somewhere, you know. I don't you really want to deal with it, but, uh... I kind of just, uh, you know, what I do is I renovate houses in Detroit. Like I said, I basically fix up crack houses. Uh, so I kind of just walk into the houses, lock the door behind me, and hope nobody tries to break the door while I'm in there. So,
2: What uh, are characteristics uh, of, how can you tell that a home's been lived in by a nigger? <laughs> Make an educated guess in that regard. Do they have living ways that differ from our own <laughs> white ways?
0: Well, it's just because they're uneducated and they don't have as many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you
2: stumble over the books <laughs> trying to make your way through the apartment. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the books are everywhere. Um, no, the, uh, I mean, ma- not, n- more like cockroaches uh, n- than books. Uh, usually cockroach infested. Most of the cockroaches are usually dead, though, because uh, the house hasn't been lived in in a couple of years, you know, so uh-huh. it, it, the niggers survived the cockroaches down in Detroit. Um, you know, <laughs> uh Piss everywhere. Uh, they generally piss all over the house before they leave. Uh, just basically fuck up anything they can. Throw their bullshit trash everywhere. Uh, I, I literally walked into a house one time that uh, my employer was looking at buying, and 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 literally there was six feet of garbage in the in the basement in bags. Uh, six feet. I mean, you couldn't even get into the. Basically, all you could do was crawl maybe over the garbage, yeah. which I didn't do, uh, of course. And, and it was just—it was. I mean, how could you fucking live in that? And and any 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 nigger's house you go into, there's 80 pairs of shoes. Uh, there's clothes all over the basement floor because instead of instead of uh, cleaning their clothing, they just buy new shit. You know, like they're so oppressed, they could just go buy new clothes whenever they their their shit gets dirty. Uh, they're so lazy they hate doing fucking laundry. It's just, it's, I mean, <laughs> get get open a National Geographic and look at pictures of Africa. And that's basically what you look at when you walk into some, like most of these houses. I mean, so they even got though the, we
2: give the, them free or subsidized housing, they aren't interested in taking care of it.
0: Fuck no! I mean that that that's the point. What they do is they'll live in a fucking sec- you know they'll get section eight. They'll live in a house for three years. They don't do shit. They don't clean the bathroom for three years. There's mold everywhere. They fuck up the carpeting. You know, they they smoke they smoke weed in it. You know every single day, 24 hours a day. So it's just the the paint is just yellow and they don't give a fuck. And then when they when it, you know when it gets shitty as hell and they can't live in it anymore, they just move to a new landlord, find a new house and you know. <laughs> And that, that's basically how it goes. So why would you want to fix up a house you're renting, you know, or you're living in for free? And, and, and
2: where does the money come from that subsidizes this type of creature? So unlike uh, us.
0: Section 8? Well, the cool thing about it is is Section 8. So uh, every city, apparently, um, even in the suburbs, like the city of Taylor, which is a suburb of Detroit.
2: Even in the um, rural areas.
0: Well, what it is, yeah, in the rural areas, well, what they do is... Like I said, every city has a Section 8 uh, subsidiz- subsidization program, so they can get, for example, like Section 8 from Taylor or maybe like Southfield, and they can use it wherever they want. They don't have to use it in Southfield. Mm-hmm. So, I- you know, as long as they fit the bill uh, for for Section 8, they can use it and they can they can go wherever they want and they can, you know, so and not only that, but and then you, <laughs> I, what I see a lot is uh, they're coming out. I, I look, like I said I live in the suburbs of Detroit and and they're coming out here on Section Eight now too and they're getting their kids into the schools and I live down the street from an like, apartment complex which is a fairly high rent apartment complex but I mean fuck when you get you get you get a seven hundred dollar voucher you know for your rent a month from Section damn. Eight all you got to do is pay three hundred bucks a month damn you know? yeah
2: it's a great fucking life for these niggers fuck, I mean yeah, unbelievable
0: yeah and we pay for that. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, that's what happens. And, and anywhere, you know, especially apartment complexes is where you got to look out for. You know, even if you live in a nice, air, really nice, expensive area with expensive houses, chances are you got an co- apartment complex down the street from you where they can get in on Section 8 and you're fucked because right there your housing value goes down to drains the schools start getting shitty and, uh, uh, people are moving. You know, white flight happens again. So, I mean, that's the that's the story in Detroit. And then you got you know you got your not to change the subject, but you got your places like Dearborn too, which is I wouldn't say a, it's almost a subsection of Detroit. It's almost like a borough
2: of Detroit where all the Arabs live. Hey, now and, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that. Now I follow this uh, uh, disgusting broad Debbie Schlussel, who's a Republican Jew. Yeah. He was is very that. very worried about the growing Arab power. Talk about the Arabs in that area which I understand is one of the most concentrated in the, or the most concentrated Arab area in the US and their yeah. growing political power and what how the local Jews are reacting.
0: Yeah, well, especially in Dearborn. I mean, of course they control the city at this point. I mean, Yeah,
2: that's what I meant dear, dear let's put it for the listeners. Dearborn is the area of greatest Arab concentration and political power in America, in North America.
0: In in, in the world outside of the Middle East.
2: All right. So, um, yep.
0: So, uh, yeah. You get Michigan. Dearborn, Michigan is the highest concentration of Arabs in the world outside of the Middle East. So, uh, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you drive. You drive. So down this Schlussel's uh, getting real uptight. Sorry about that.
2: Yeah, she, and she has a blog at uh, which I will quote from often at wschlussel dot. Schlussel is a German word meaning key, but she she is a Jew and very well connected and very uh, high up and kind of a second tier commentator who you'll see on Fox sometimes. And she has her own blog. But but she is very, it's just very interesting to me to track her growing fear of the the rising political clout of the Arabs, which she clearly hates with every bone in her corrupt Jewish body. Yes. uh, I want to hear uh, another perspective from someone who lives in the area.
0: Well, I used to work in Dearborn, actually. Um I used to work right in the heart of Dearborn, and yeah, it's 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 amazing. I mean, you're in little you're li- in little Arabia. I mean, you, you drive down the street, and there's maybe two or three signs on stores that have English on them.
1: Now these um, people are a step up from niggers, right?
0: Uh, I mean, they're they're almost akin to Jews in a way. Uh, yeah, from the same area, and they, you know, they they operate in the same way. Like I said, they're trying to gain political power. They they they're organizing a lot more than they have been in, the, say, the past thirty years. Uh, they you know, obviously, they're being empowered by uh, things like. So who
2: who have they elected? Do they have an Arab mayor?
0: <sighs> yeah, they and they did they did for a long time. I think he just died. Uh, he just died, and, and, and I don't. I don't know exactly Okay. The status don't of that is.
2: Who's the who's the congressman there who's uh, he's not an Arab I don't think but he he uh he takes money from them and he he watches ah. their agenda. Uh. I can't remember his name. Um
0: yeah, I'm not 100% well, sure on that. You know
1: there. what I wanted to kind of ask you aside from the name of the mayor is 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 the, are the neighborhoods they tend to be a little less violent and less trash filled than the nigger neighborhoods? Not really. Wow, um, I'm kind of surprised it, to hear that.
0: Well, it's funny because most of the uh, most of the Arabs that come here uh, tend to get kind of Americanized, and a lot of them a lot of them don't follow the Muslim, you know, Islam to a T like they do it say the Middle East. So a lot of them emulate the niggers. I mean, you'll see them with, the, you know. The rims and the, and and actually the, it's almost like kind of a California situation where you have oh, the Mexicans I see, I and, the, and the niggers and you have the Arabs and the niggers. I, I worked with I worked with niggers. Um, I worked with a couple of Arabs where I worked in Dearborn, but most of them were niggers and the niggers I mean hated Arabs more than anything and the Arabs hated the niggers. You know, so I mean it, it's one of those like Wigger situations where they, they actually emulate niggers but it, they don't like them. You know what I mean? It, they're kind of, I guess I guess they they're infatuated with their culture but th- they're still kind of kind yeah of th- like they're, exactly they're the succumbing to,
1: to you, you know I mean? yeah they're they're succumbing to the nigger propaganda uh, yeah. along with everyone else
0: yeah but they just have a the, i think i think the difference between that you know them and us and our wiggers is that they still have a sense of race and community and pride in being you know an arab versus uh, you know just somebody that emulates... they they don't want to be a nigger they just act like them.
2: Do you yeah. think they're capable of building a force that can really fight the Jews here in America?
0: Um I, I mean I would hope so. Uh, but I, I I don't really see it happening because they're just uh I don't think I don't think they're as good as at organizing and if they maybe if their population increases but I, I think the Jews are just so dug in at this point, they're not gonna let they're not gonna let that happen. Uh, but they're they're working towards it like i said uh, it's it's t- it 's a little bit harder for them but they 're sure as hell doing better than uh, than we are
2: <laughs> well we <laughs> uh, yeah that that is how i uh, what I would think of but uh yeah, what yeah. is their population there or do you know oh i 'm going to look that God. up actually at the top of you just kind of wondering
0: i i 'm not know. sure I think there's seven hundred uh no, more than that almost a million arab nah. Half a million. I think there's about almost a half a million Arabs in Dearborn, which is it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a relatively small town. It's a relatively small city uh, on the outskirts
2: of Detroit. So hold on here. There are an estimated 100,000 to 300,000 Arabs and Chaldeans in Southeast Michigan.
0: Oh, okay, so not that many, but
2: well, a few hundred thousand.
0: Close, close to that, yeah. So
2: yeah. and so I would say it,
0: I would say it's probably more than that. I mean.
2: Fuck, but you can't walk
0: into a party store without seeing one. There's got to be fucking shitloads. So, so
2: the point is, this is a concentrated base of political power for that maybe whites could look to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I and mean, there's absolutely. no reason other than Jewish well, suppression we couldn't do it ourselves.
0: Right, but I think. The Jew, i mean, the, the Jewish system—is actually working against them, and that—I mean, because we—I mean, sure we, have pl- we have places like Livonia in Michigan. The funny thing about Michigan is you got places like Dearborn, which has the highest concentration of Arabs. You got Detroit, which is eighty-five percent black, and then you've got Livonia, Michigan, which, which is ninety-eight yeah. point seven percent white. It's the whitest city in America, and—that's
2: right. There was some article on that a couple of years ago. I remember.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you got—you got, you got the whole, <coughs> at least you know. It, but but of course white people don't get the get get the uh, recognition that or the we we can't we can't organize like that. Yeah, it's not
2: an accepted political class according exactly. to the masters, the Jews. But but uh, they'd like to deny that to the Arabs, but they can't.
0: They'd love to, but yeah, it's like I said, it's working kind of against them in that in that, in that regard. And of course all the all the you know stupid white people in Livonia think it's a great thing because they've been indoctrinated by it already. So the Jews are having a rough time with that, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a strange area around here. Like I said, just the eth- ethnic ethnic a lot, you know, division. So is
2: Dearborn is on the south es- southwest
0: edge of Detroit, is what this says. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Southwest edge, and um, yeah, Southfield to the north, which has a lot of
2: Jews and uh, <laughs> Livonia. I'm gonna put to this the link I found is uh, on the on the website. So we have some of this for people are always asking for us for right. references after we yeah. get done recording. Yeah, that live, threads so. in general.
1: Well, look, why don't we why don't we go ahead and, and take the top of the hour break right now because we went a little long in the first hour, and uh, I want to say there's quite a few people that want to come on in the third hour. Yeah, hey, I
0: can uh, I can take off if you guys. No, want no, to you know.
1: I I think that yeah. some of them wouldn't well, mind talking with you. Um, okay. Because I'm getting
2: bring some them on, yeah. I'm getting some feedback. Uh, you know, if you have
1: to go, that's fine because no, no, I'm sorry. work or whatever. But. Um, I'm getting some feedback from people who want to ask you questions, but I know there's Yankee Jim wants to call in, and there's Mark in California, and there's Hawthorne, and there's uh, um, another fellow, too. Uh, I can't recall. And there's a couple other folks that that want to call in, so let's throw open the lines in the third hour. My guest tonight is a no-show again, so that's quite disappointing. I may have to stop asking him to discuss his topic on the show, and that, I think that's unfortunate. But anyway, let's go ahead and take a break. And uh, and uh, I know that people have uh, little duties to do here. I'm going to uh,
0: eat dinner real quick, and I'll and, be back.
1: Yeah, we may. Well, it'll be about five and a half minutes, probably. Okay. That uh, sounds good. And uh, we'll. Uh, let me um, get my little bumper here.
0: Vanguard Radio. No Jews. Just right. <laughs>